Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful.com, here with a name you know, the man, Zicky Dice. You've, even though you've been out of action because of everything that's going on, you've still had quite a busy time lately. Oh, I've lost my mind. I have not, the work has not slowed down, and that's, that's, what, that's the price you pay being a megastar. And to stay relevant these days, you got to stay on top of things. And that's exactly what I've been doing. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I have recently partnered with Twitch. And as of next week, I will be a streamer full-time with Twitch. As if you couldn't get enough Zicky Dice on your televisions. Now I am bringing you all ZDTV. That starts next week at twitch.tv slash Zicky Dice. And I wish, it, once we get going, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm I might spill some beans here and there. Okay. So if, if it happens, we drop some bombs right here, right now. We're that's that would be outlandish. So we'll see how much we can get out of me today. But we do have a lot of outlandish fun planned ahead. So. I, I do always like to give people a fair opportunity to bury whoever they want. I mean, that's that, not not that I would actively seek that in order to get a headline or anything. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I just leave people to their own volition to to do that. But of course, well, that is one thing I do best. I'll be honest. We can, there's there's a bomb right there. I love to bury people at uh, and get over at their expense. But that's you know that I think that's the way to do it. I think that too many people went the nice route. It because for, for a long time you had the shoot interview. You'd have the backdrop and somebody would sit in a hotel room and do that. And then everybody went nice. I think it's time to bury people again. You know, I think you want to know what I think. Yeah. I think that. I think a lot of people in the locker room need a good slap to the mouth sometimes. Okay. That's what I think. That's what I think. And I think that there should be someone to smack some people in the mouth from time to time. Are are Dave Lagana and Billy Corgan among those who need the slaps? Uh, are they among those or are they exempt I, I from the slaps? I think we're having technical difficulties here. That's just what? What? I mean we we had to move this this interview because you have a call with the NWA. I assume 
very important business stuff, maybe financial, something like that. I, unfortunately, I signed the contract, so I have to be there. Yeah, I was hoping that it was that you would just spill the beans and be like, well, Tim Storm went backstage, he punched Dave Lagan in the mouth, he punched Billy Corgan in the mouth. We're trying to figure out if, how to set to solve all this. Up and running, I might have a story like that uh-huh. for you. Um, I, you know, I've got a lot of good gossip. We'll just see you do. how much I want to stir up in the wrestling world today. And, and, you know, I've been needing a platform to say some things, so I might just do that. Well, I mean, admittedly, you were on Chris Van Vliet's show, which is like the monster of all platforms. So, I, I mean, and of course, he gets all the traffic. Chris Van Vliet, great dude, great interviewer. You see, he looks like a he looks like a a, a doll. Like a, he's so just. just good looking you know it was it was hard for me to actually converse with him yeah the thing is you expect a guy who looks like that to be like pretentious and he's not he's not he's a very nice guy he definitely would not be like tim storm is like going around and just punch Punch people in the face punch people in the face but we're here to talk about about zicky dice and admittedly you got a lot of stuff going on from from music to wrestling to twitch like always got a lot of stuff going on yeah. How how has life been for you? I'm sure that's a question you've been asked a billion times at this point, but still. Well, I describe my mind and life like, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Disneyland or Space Mountain. There's just like all these stars coming at you as you go through the roller coaster. Okay. That's my brain with ideas. So I decided to grab a, a big old net, catch a few of them, and we're, and we're bringing them to life. Um, I had, okay, here we go. I had Ricky Starks fly out this weekend. Okay. My friend Ricky Starks came out. Uh, he said, he said, I'm coming to hang out. I said, yeah, right. And I was like, <clears throat> we were on a shoot and he said, I'm coming tomorrow. And I said, I need to know for sure. He said, if you ask me one more time, I'm not coming. He said, be in Santa Barbara at 1130. I said, okay. And I said, I, if this dude ribs me, this is going to be the worst joke of all time. Uh, but he showed up and we filmed some amazing, uh, I hate this word, but content yeah. uh, together. And uh, that's being edited. I wish we could, uh, Damn, I just I can't wait for y'all to see this. I wish I could say more, um, but we I, you can you you can we, say whatever I mean, you want. Okay, okay. What we did was uh, <laughs> we reenacted the end scene of Seven, but instead of what's in the box, it's what's in the fanny pack. Oh. And um, it's he plays Morgan Freeman. I play Brad Pitt. A buddy of mine, Buddy Royal, is playing uh, Kevin Spacey in this bit, and uh, it's. It's hilarious, and that will be debuting on Twitch first um, before anywhere else. So uh, that's being edited. That was supposed to be a huge surprise, but I can't keep my mouth shut because I'm so excited about it. But just been working on different stuff like that and, and staying busy. Uh, I've been thankful enough to have partnered with Twitch during this quarantine because before that I, w- I was definitely losing my mind. My whole routine got messed up from working out and traveling like I was. And uh, But here we are, making do. So <clears throat> we'll be ready to rock and roll when this all up. Uh, Clears up. Admittedly, when I look at Ricky Starks, the first thing I think is Morgan Freeman. Oh, he he played a killer, Morgan Freeman. And he's been in the news a little bit of late. He and NWA parted ways. You all had your battles, of course, but it, maybe maybe some some friendship going on there as well. Obviously, how do you feel about him stepping away from the NWA? Because he was he was he was a breakout star in in the early days of NWA Power. He won't tell you this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it right now because we shared a pazuki together on my couch this weekend. I love Ricky Starks, and Ricky Starks loves me, and it's 
been um, <clears throat> pretty hard for me to see him leave, to be honest. Uh, we stayed in the same Airbnb and, uh, you know, we were working uh, this program together and um, I, I love the contrast between Ricky and Ziggy. Um, I mean, it's completely different. I think that we can put asses to seats together. And, uh, you know, before coming into NWA, there was only a few people I knew uh, coming in. That was Roy Isaacs, Dave Marquez, and Billy Trask. And I only knew them from coming through Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. So I became friends with Ricky from <clears throat> staying together in the Airbnb and then uh, working this program. But, uh, you know, it's it's questionable times at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we never know what will happen once wrestling starts back up again. So... Uh, you know, in the meantime, we've got Carnyland and a bunch of other content yeah. coming out and uh, and getting ready to get back in the ring, hopefully here soon. So heard heard you uh, caused them to have to mute a small section of Carnyland because of your copyrighted music, Zicky Dice. Yeah, I uh, purchased the rights to my song. We're in, uh, um, actually finalizing that up as we mm-hmm. speak. Um, and there's just I had to hunt the dude down when I found that song. It took me two years to find uh, wow. uh, the artist. Um, but we're working on something. So what's going on right now is his the label owner is actually a little sick at the moment. So we just are waiting for the label to approve. Um, all he has to do is click one link, and then we're all set to go. So whenever that nice. happens, um, <clears throat> we'll be rocking and rolling. And YouTube can they can be a pain when dealing with a lot of that stuff too. Quite frankly, I mean. Yeah, on it they're, they are definitely on it yeah and and sometimes they're on it a little bit too much with all the third parties and, and all that stuff that get involved which i mean you're involved with music so i'm pretty sure you're, you're pretty well aware of that absolutely I, I dig your music who influences you like i hear see i don't want to throw out like a name of a band that says i hear a little bit of because you all have a unique sound of your own and I, but but who influenced you in music me um I love Poison the Well, Deftones, uh, Alkaline Trio, Starting Line, Get Up Kids. I'm a huge emo boy. I always have been. I always will be. I love sad and depressing music. Um, <laughs> I love my heavy stuff as well. But um, Heart to Heart was always um, a melting pot for everyone in the band. We all have different influences, and we all kind of throw. We never said, like, hey, we want to be this specific style. Um, even though even there were times where we tried to say, hey, we're going to be this type of band. It never, it never ended up that way. And I'm glad in retrospect that it didn't, that we were able to all throw in our little uh, bits and pieces to create the recipe that was uh, the Heart to Heart Records. And fantastic stuff there, too. Like, Thank you. I was, I was able to look back at, at some of it, and I, I did it in researching for this interview, and then I, I found myself leaving it on autoplay so I could listen to more yeah. music throughout the entire process. And I was like, damn, this is really good. This is fantastic yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, so, we released our newest record uh, this past Valentine's Day on Invo Records. You can check out Heart to Heart's Heartbreaker anywhere you stream music. There's a music video for Insufferable Up. Um, we are in the works of working on some uh, new stuff already. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I started off in music. Music is what brought me to this entertainment circus. And, you know, and from music got to wrestling. And uh, I, I will always do work in music one way or another and i will always continue to create music even if it's not at the super busy scale it, it once was but um it's, it's in me man might as yeah. well groove I, I wanted to ask you that because you're involved in music you're, you're doing the streaming now you're a pro wrestler ha, did one of those help you develop versatility for the other and the other and the other because absolutely 
Absolutely. You can really tell it. And that, that versatility is one of the most important things in the entertainment business, not to just mention pro wrestling. Absolutely. And I feel, and I, I say this um, to my buddies, I feel that I had a little bit of a, a head start um, coming into wrestling, even though I broke in at a later age. But I learned to connect um, through music and through heart to heart. I've been promoting and hustling since I was 15 years old. And um, so I know how to talk to promoters. I know who to go for, for uh, designs and artwork. I know who to go to print my merch. I know how to contact promoters. I know how to contact colleagues. Um, and most importantly, I know how to connect and entertain. And um, so I, I did have that head start. It was, a, you know, I had to find the new groove um, to get in. But I say, it, like I said, uh, it's the same circus, just different game. Um, uh, but yeah, I have music to thank for that. So. So as an independent wrestler, when you started to gain more and more attention, were you already kind of prepared for that to some degree because of your experiences elsewhere? I I knew, um, and this sounds so cocky and confident, but I knew um, if I just continued to put in the hard work that it, it would pay off. And uh, there's times where I contradict myself, and uh, sure. that's the doubt. Like, hey, are we really ready for this? But here we are now, and the fire is it's burning and every day there's some new adventure that I got like, this is what I've been working hard for my whole entire life. And now here we are. And now I am so thankful that I get to stream and wrestle for work, you know, and, and play music. And, and that's, and it, you know, some people will say, Hey, I heard him talk about this his whole life. I never think he'd actually do it. Then they'll be like, Hey, a few of them be like, dude, I, I could have told you it was about to happen. Um, I just, when I set my mind on something, I just drive and keep going, pedal the metal. People told me I couldn't get my mom's band, or the, I'm sorry, my mom's band, my band out of my mom's garage. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, we were on Warp Tour and, and playing in front of 3,000 people a night and stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, and people will tell you straight up that, hey, I, I had friends, friends call me recently and say, hey, I have to apologize. I said, for what? He said, I told people behind your back that I thought you would fall face first in this business. Wow. And me and everybody else wrong. I said, well, that's a shitty thing to tell somebody, but hey, thank you for apologizing, <laughs> you know? Um, and it's true. And it's true. And Seth Rollins will tell you himself yeah. that he thought I was going to bullshit my way through this. And he, um, as I uh, won the title, he said, you know what? He's like, I'm proud of you. And um, that meant a lot to me. I never thought that I would hear that from him, um, especially when he just thought, like I said, he thought I was just going to bullshit my way through this, but I went to black and brave and I, and I, I set the bar for all the other students to go there because that's what I do. I want to set the bar and, and you come and get it. And, yeah. that, and that's another thing. It, everything I've done has been so easy. It hasn't been simple, but it's been so easy. You just have to fucking work and, and bust your ass. Seth, prob Seth probably thought that you were content having your mom's band hang around in your garage. Oh. And he was like, he's got to get his mom's band out of that garage before he does anything. I think anything. he's a fan of my mom's band, I yeah. think is what it was. Yeah, so you mentioned training at Black and Brave. So you, you grew up or were based in California, right? And you ended up at Black yeah. and Brave. Explain yes. to me how, how that unfolds. That's a very funny story, actually. Um, we were on a tour when I was in Nashville, Tennessee, and I was acting like a jack-off on stage. And we were getting booed in between songs. And, and then the, the crowd's singing along, so they're still interacting. I'm getting booed in between songs, talking trash. I was just, you know, playing the heel on stage. And the tour manager's like, I got to talk to you after the show. And I was like, oh, man, we're kicked off the tour. Um, and he's like, hey, he's like, you're agile. 
he's like you're athletic he's like you love professional wrestling he's like you're oozing with charisma he's like i think you need to go train i think you need to become a professional wrestler and i said i sat there and i said hmm he's like i think you could be very successful in this business and that is my brother john james ryan jr who told me that and um i text seth rollins immediately because i had met seth through the music scene and through touring and i said hey i want you to train me and he said ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and i said yes i'm gonna be better than you are one day he said i'll see you may 1st and uh that was five years ago so um five years ago i would have been a month into training and uh i packed up my shit and moved from central coast of california to moline illinois where i'd never been surrounded by tornado sirens and cornfields and uh, graduated from the third class of the Black and Brain Wrestling Academy. And what was cool about that whole experience is I was at WrestleMania 31. I watched oh. them cash in. It was two weeks later that I moved to start training with um, a current WWE champion. So I'm one of 12 in the world that can say they trained with him the first time he won the title. There were other students the second title run. Sure. But I was in the first match, okay? And that's that's a massive shift, like going from California to the Midwest what what kind of adjustments did you have to make? Because I mean, I'm sure that you were you were pretty well traveled by that point anyway, because of, of how you mentioned you were on tour. But w- was there any culture shock, so to speak, moving from oh, a place like California to there? Absolutely, um, totally different vibe. Uh, like I said, there are a lot of cornfields, and yeah. um, I brought up the tornado sirens because I was out walking the dog and I heard some sirens. I asked my neighbor, "I said, what are those?" She's like, "Oh, that's a tornado," and I said. Oh, okay. So I went inside and took a Xanax and went to bed at 1 p.m. Uh, but it was, it was cool. It was, it was cool being in a nice spot. It was also uh, nerve wracking at times. Um, you know, just I, I literally picked an apartment. And I never, and I saw online. I said, okay, that looks good. You know, and yeah. I didn't know what I was walking into, but I knew that I was going to put everything into it. Um, yeah, and here we are. The Midwest has some weird stuff like that. Like I'm in between Lexington and Cincinnati, uh-huh. and population 200 we have a fire siren every day at noon like for some reason they feel it's necessary to be like it's noon yeah yeah and, yeah uh, like we have I, clocks i i, I, I you know what? i dig the midwest i've got some love for the midwest i will say that yeah I, I mean i like it out here I, I do but definitely some unusual things and since that has progressed i mean obviously you you still keep in touch with with seth and get advice from him and, and the like Yes, yes, and that's uh, one of the, you know, a lot of people always say, yeah, yeah, you went to Black and Brave, but I bet you he wasn't there. And it's like, I no. I heard he was, yeah. He was, and, I, and we've been in the ring with him hands-on multiple times. He's always there. The dude eats, eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling, and straight up, and you got to take your hat off to him, and uh, he was always there, and he's still there, um, and that's the best part about going through is I sent him promo ideas, I sent him match ideas, and he's still there to critique and uh, when he doesn't have to. But that's, um, you know, one of the one of the perks about going to the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy. Yeah, one one of the people that trained there said, yeah, he will, like, one of the perks is you basically get to ask Seth whatever you want when you train there. Like, he would do Q&As and stuff in recent years. And because he would learn that that would, his experiences would help people, even if they just happened to be curious about them. It, oh, and I'll tell you this from a, from being right there, front row perspective, people do ask anything. Yeah, and there's, there's been a few questions that, uh, uh, yeah, but they ask everything. Oh yeah, I, I had one person that said, yeah, a guy asked, 
what's it like working with Seamus? And I was like, that's that's an unusual thing to ask during a training session. But, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, everyone's got their, you know. Yeah, of course. No reason. Well, you ended up in NWA. How did that come about? How Who reached out to that's you and made that story. happen? That's a that's a hilarious story, too. Um, I Tim Storm a, punched Dave Lagana. You helped Dave Lagana up, and he said hired. Well, I actually wrestled Tim Storm um, in the 10 Pounds of Gold series uh, a few years back when they came through Championship Wrestling Hollywood. You may not recognize me. I've got brown hair, a big belly, and a big red beard, but that, hey, that was me. Um, wrestled him, yeah, 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 whatever. Um, I beat myself up, and uh, I live in uh, Northern California now in Sunnyvale, and um, I was in my NorCal car load, and we were driving down. It's a six-hour drive to Championship Wrestling Hollywood, and started venting to the guys. I'm like, look, I don't know what else to do. I'm getting, you know, I, I'll, I'm going to turn, uh, I'll be 33 in September. So I was like, yeah, you know, and coming from music, like I'm getting married in October. And it's like, yeah, you know, something's got to happen. Or yeah. I've literally flew myself to promotions, had WWE tryouts, did extra work, did this, went there, went there, worked for them, didn't work for them, got told, but you know, I did, I did everything I possibly could in my reach and, and, and I didn't know what else to do. And so, you know, we had that talk on the way down. We sat there and got the championship wrestling from Hollywood a little early. And that three years of working for them, I've never once been asked to cut a promo. Um, not live, not backstage, nothing. And I never complained about it. I knew that when my time would come that I would over-deliver as I have always planned and knew that I could do. And uh, that would be that. And it so happened to be that day. Uh, Nick Bonanno said, hey, Zicky, you're here early. Why don't you uh, get dressed and... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Say a little promo there. Give us a little something. I said, okay. I went out there and I said six words. I was immediately got the finger from Billy Trask. I followed him back to where I saw Billy Corgan and Dave Lagana standing a hundred feet away. And I was like, Oh, and, uh, I walk up and Billy's like, uh, he's like, Oh, look at you. He like puts both of his hands in and grabs my hands. He goes, look at your hair and your sunglasses and your earring and your fanny pack. And he's like, he's like, I'm, William Corgan. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, I know who the fuck you are. You know, yeah, like, of course. Like, okay. I love Smashing Pumpkins for one, you know, and for two, you're, you're famous in the alien world for seeing a shapeshifter with your own eyes, but we'll talk about that another day. So <laughs> I sit there and I'm like, yeah. he's like, uh, what are you doing December 14th? I sat there like, that sounds familiar. Oh, me and my fiance just planned a snow trip. I said, absolutely nothing. I'm completely free. He said, well, how would you like to work for me in the NWA? I said, I would love that. He's like, I'll see you Monday. Uh, or we'll have Lagana reach out Monday. I said, all right. So Lagana reaches out. I go out for uh, the first pay-per-view. I was there. And then I debuted the next day for season two. And after that day, uh, Lagana came up to me. He's like, hey, man, are you having a good time? And I said, yeah, thank you for having me, blah, blah, blah. He said, listen, um, I got you on this set of tapings and for the pay-per-view and then uh, you know, we'll see what happens from there. See if we can find something for you. Hello. I'm the NWA World Musty Television Champion with a perfect record of 0 and 0, and I haven't even had one title defense 
and I am getting that. My back hurts from carrying the NWA on. I've been getting that. I'm on every news headline day after day. Outlandish Zicky Dice. Outlandish Zicky Dice. You know, you hate to see it. A lot of people really do. They're probably squeezing their phone screens right now. But <laughs> lo and behold, sorry, honey, I told you. Mom, the band's going to make it. You're band too. You know? Ad- admittedly, when I heard you tell the snow trip story on Van Vliet, I was like, he's playing that up. That, that surely couldn't have been how it happened. That's how it happened. And now it's 91 degrees outside, and I still haven't seen the snow the whole year. And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I was really looking forward to that trip because yeah. it's been a while since I've been to the snow, okay? And I've just recently gotten engaged, okay? Maybe I was going to make love in the snow, try something new, and I couldn't. But but it, that's sacrifices. Yeah. That's the kind of television champion I am. I sacrificed my love trip for opportunity. You mentioned the TV title. Unique set of rules in the NWA for that. How does that affect you as a performer? I like it. It adds a different. Oh, how does it affect? It turns me on. It turns me on. You know why? Because I, I read. Because you like to finish in five minutes? Exactly. Less. Less. I've never needed six minutes and five seconds. Ever. So that's, <laughs> I don't know what to do with the remaining time. But they've given me a lucky seven rule. And I feel that with all the things people have been saying about me on the internet, that I want to prove that I'm a fighting champion. So I thought about searching high and low for the best talent that I can possibly find, which I've been looking. And I think when power comes back on night one, I'm just going to defend my title seven times in a row. And then get my hand on my hands on what I call the 10 pounds of pink. Okay. Yes. Fantastic. So you win the TV title, obviously NWA said, Oh, maybe we'll have something for you. You become TV champion. Uh, you, You have these obligations now where, you got to have these these things set up. Do you see this as a long term relationship with NWA, or are you like signed to them? Or are you working per date? How's that? How's that working? Well, <clears throat> we had a little negotiations for a while. Believe it or not, I held on to that title without a contract. Ooh. So I I could. That's a scary spot. You don't want to have Ziggy Dice hold on the title on a contract. <laughs> Without on a contract, because that means Zicky Dice can do whatever he wants. And if I, some of these ideas come into my mind sometimes, it's been hard to tame Zicky Dice. A lot of my exes will tell you the same. This one, might, this one did it. But, but the contract I'm under right now is until uh, the new year. This goes okay. through January, um, and we'll see. And um, I've got, I've got goals, and uh, I, I hate that word. I've got plans. I've got plans, and you'll never know where you'll see Zicky Dice or where he'll end up or what's next. But uh, I'm looking to build. The Zicky Dice stock, and I'm looking to build the brand as a whole, and I'm literally looking to take it over the masses. And I know I've made a couple jokes about Tim Storm here, but when he did not have a contract, but he had that 10 pounds of gold, there were companies that offered him a substantial amount of money to go behind Billy and Dave's back in order to, uh, you know, make some things happen. So the fact that they that they did work with you and that championship was around your waist without a contract. I think that that probably speaks to something, whether it be their confidence in you, the level of talent or the, the, the how they believed in you. Cause I, I love NWA inside and out. Do not get me wrong. Uh, and I'm very proud to hold this uh, championship that, and, and just stop for a second and think about everyone that's held this championship before me. Mm-hmm. What happened to them after? They, they they lost that championship. I'll answer that for you. Mega stardom. And that's what's <laughs> next. I mean, just look at the statistics. What do you think? The Catholic Church wanted to make me a saint because I'm so honest. I wouldn't lie to you right here, right now. 
I don't think you'd lie to me at all. Thank you. I I, I, I trust you. I, you seem like a trustworthy person. Yeah, I'm a little I'm a little crabby. I lost a big poker game last night, but we're did here. you? Yeah. High stakes. High enough. <laughs> well, I, I invested in Hertz stock last week, and they declared bankruptcy. So, yeah, so, such is life. That's I, the big boy gambling right there. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, you had mentioned that you were backstage at the NWA pay per view before you started. How was that experience? Did you get any? Any feedback, any type of – how did you feel back there? Did you feel at home? Did you feel a little – Oh, um, well, it depends who you ask. I walked in with a blue shoe, blue sparkly spike shoes, uh, freshly bleached mullet curls shining bright. And some people like to say, and who will remain nameless, that I walked in like I owned the place. And they went and told the office that I walked in like I owned the place and yada, yada, yada. Um, no, it was just a confidence. Yeah, I felt at home. And now I feel even better because now I have the television championship. So I don't care who says what, or I felt good. I felt damn good. I might even take off my shoes next time. Who who told the office that? Who would do that? Oh, someone that's very afraid of a new of a new star coming in. Goddamn Tim Storm again. <laughs> Goddamn God Tim Storm. <laughs> so they they've launched this Carnyland show, and when I would. I would pester Dave Lagana before, be like, what is this? What is this? And he's like, you're going to have to watch and see. And it was something very different. It was almost like like a variety show. And the thing is, wrestling's already kind of a variety show. So when you take a variety show and you add more variety to it, you get Carnyland, which I thought was really, really good. It highlighted a lot of a lot of personalities that maybe we don't see shine through as much. Of course, we saw yours shine through. What was that experience like, and how did you feel when they told you that they were doing that? Mixed emotions at first, um, but I, my plan is to over-deliver every single week, and as soon as we get off, we start from scratch every Wednesday, and then we bring to you the product by Tuesday. I also had another bit that didn't make it into the show only because of editing time this week because we we're just grinding right now and we want to produce and, and, and stay relevant. And I look at this as a huge opportunity for Zicky to grow. And by that, I want to outshine everybody else every single week and over deliver week after week. And so no matter what, I'm like, Hey, at least Zicky Dicey bits were awesome. Those were great. Um, but I think it, I, I, I did Carnaland. I'm not just saying that because I'm a part of the NWA, but I think the last two weeks, um it's been entertaining and it's going to be hard uh, what's going to be hard is to stay creative and keep mixing it up we don't want to give people things that they expect and a lot of my my wild ideas get shut down um but i'm going to pitch some more wild ones today and as soon as they say yes i want to bring a jackass type of feel to Carnyland. that's what i will bring that's what i grew up on is jackass and if there's anyone who wants to ride a bike on fire into a lake it's outlandish zicky dice and i swear to you i will um, uh, I'm from where I'm from in California. Fun fact, uh, Chris Pontius's dad is a doctor and most of the pool stuff that you see on Jackass was filmed, uh, 10 minutes from my house. His dad, the doctor, like Dr. Pontius, dude. And, and Steve-O's dad was like an executive for Pepsi or something. Like, really? I didn't know that. That's insane. Yeah. yeah he grew up at like, like in several different countries, grew up like fluent in Spanish because they lived in South America or something like that. What? I'm I'm mind boggled right now. These people of privilege <laughs> that are just and like 
I, I played the song the other day as I was pitching these ideas, just a little, you know, and I got so hyped. Like if I hear that before I'll do, I'll do some dumb shit. Yeah. Oh man. I love that. That is the festest bell of our generation. Like we we hear that and we jump off of things. Like that's oh, it's natural. Yeah, we, me and my buddies had when that came out. We had a show called Dumbass. Yeah, it's you know the do not try this at home. But of course of we course. tried it at home. Hence wrestling and jackass stuff. We called but, ours uh, vidiots. Yeah, that's great. God damn, <laughs> so good. Vidiots, damn it, that's good. You know, and that's what I want to bring. I want. I, I don't want people to expect the same thing week after week and and as we're starting up you know it's it's a learning curve we're nwa and carney land we're open to suggestions we want to see what people like and don't like and don't be shy do not be shy so one of the things i liked about carney land was nick aldis telling like an indie horror story and i always like to ask people who have experience on the indies do you have any indie horror stories or maybe stories where you you went into that indie date thinking, man, this is shady. And then you were pl- pleasantly surprised, like, damn, this went a lot better than I thought it would. There's two that come to mind. One I'm actually in the middle of right now that someone just asked me for an interview about. There's some guy sure. who started IWO. Have you heard of this guy? I haven't. Uh, let me give you his name because you're going to be reading a lot about him. Oh, so okay. I was contacted by this gentleman who is, um, his name is, one second. <laughs> his name is... James Dennis and James Dennis is throwing a show in Kennewick, Washington at the Toyota center with kid rock headlining. And he <laughs> wants to book Zicky dice June 27th. I said, uh, I, I gave him my Ray and we, and we talked and now I am confirmed on the website and there's pictures and all my moves and all this stuff. And I don't know how we got there because I never confirmed anything for no kid rock show at the to- Toyota center. And I love kid rock. Will I do the show? Absolutely. Just confirm with me, James Dennis, even if this is fake, we can work it out together. I love doing fake hustles. WDB hall of famer kid rock. Yeah. So that's what I'm dealing with there. So someone asked me, I guess he's uh, I don't know. I, we think that he is going around trying to fin- find out business information from everybody, but Hey, there's sure. plenty of just in wrestling. And here's, here's one. Um, another story that comes to mind is when I worked for IWA mid South, when I was greener than goose shit, oh boy. And Ian rotten, um, uh, good old Ian rotten goes on a 75 minute tangent about how he, when he worked at some show that the sun was shining on the tinfoil roof and it was a hundred and, 39 degrees in the venue and he didn't stop working for the 12 fans some bullshit and then he sat there and he said is it anyone's first time here and i looked around and i, and I raised my hand he said um did, did you get paid yet and i said no he's like you didn't get your envelope he's like anyone get an envelope he's like oh yeah you got paid it's working here go put that on your fucking resume and go get make more money somewhere else um needless to say i never put iwa mid-south on my resume and i'm doing just fine so there's that story for you <sighs> No shocker, uh, he is the reason yeah, why Kentucky, no there. He, he's the reason why Kentucky has an athletic commission that presides over wrestling. And before you get licensed to be a pro wrestler, like before you take a bump to train, you have to go get a license to be a pro wrestler, which is the weirdest shit I've ever heard of. It's like giving somebody a driver's license before they learn how to drive. Yeah, Louisiana too. So before I wrestle, you have to pay. I had to get blood work done. I had to send that in yeah. from California over there. And then you got to see the commissioner who just, I don't know, dude, you look at him and give him the money. He's like, all right. Yeah. So it's like some uh, old dude with little glasses. Money like grab. It's a money yeah. grab. It's yeah. all a money grab. I would oh, ask. It's funny. They say, uh, one of the rules is no pile drivers, but these guys don't even know what pile driver is. So like, 
we they literally don't know they just know it's like oh the word no pile driver so that's the commissioner for you i i would ask kentucky because i, I managed some mma fighters out here in our fight team and they would be like oh well we categorize pro wrestling the same as mma and i was like what yeah. the hell are you yeah. talking about that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard yep. oh uh, man i know there's a few other states i'm not sure all of them. dc does it too really yeah what yeah was the mississippi yeah probably them hmm bunch of places in the east and the south it's so weird man stupid it's so weird uh as we wrap up you had mentioned doing some wwe extra work how, how did that go oh these are you're, you're hearing some of my favorite stories um <laughs> That's well, what we do here i went to uh i did wwe extra work my first time in june 2018 um i walked in i was in the uh conga line for no way jose there's a clip of me there mm-hmm. And uh, I had a little trial match. I, I got a, a round of applause after, and it, it was all great. And I was, like, all hyped from that. Cool. Go back to June 2019 and get another standing ovation. And Devon walks up to me. He's like, listen, he's like, can I critique your match? I said, yes. He said, the only thing wrong with it is that Vince McMahon wasn't there to see it himself. All I did, I took one bump. All I did is I walked in. I turned uh, five single $1 bills into hundreds right in front of their face. Um, I did a few magic tricks in the match, and then – um, I do a, a spinning neck breaker yeah. that, uh, where cards come raining out of nowhere. And that's all I do in there. And, um, uh, Adam Pierce walked up to me after he said, he said, uh, Zicky, uh, so you popped everyone around the ring, but, uh, can you work? And I said, with all due respect, he's, I said, if I would have actually worked, would you have watched? He's all, who trained you? And I said, Seth Rollins. He's like, all right. Shane <laughs> walks up to me at the airport. He's like, are you the magic guy I heard about all day? Blah, blah, blah. And then, um, and dude, this story gets wild. And then um, uh, Steve Carino was like, hey, that was great, blah, blah, blah. And we're getting all this good advice. And I was going to NXT that week to do extra work as well. He's like, you should go and talk to Triple H. You should go and, and tell him what happened here. And I was like all riding high on this horse. I was like, oh, dude, yeah. that's it. In the bag, you know. Uh, and I go up and talk to Triple H like I was told to do. And I was like, hey, H. I was like, I'm here for the next two days. I was told to talk to you. All I need is 30 seconds of time. He's like, yeah, sure. So the next day I was outside on the phone call and he walks past. I say, hey, you got a maze? Like, Absolutely not. And then I was walked outside and I was like, hey, if this was Raw or SmackDown, we would have kicked you out. We would have asked you to never come back. Blah, 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 blah. I said, why? And he said, you're not supposed to go out and talk to Triple H. I said, well, I was told to. And they said, by who? And Steve, I was like, that man right there and them over there. And he's like, nope, that's not how it works. And I said, all right. So uh, so be it so i left and that was that and you know like it was it, it kind of broke my mentality a little bit you know i had jeff jericho come up and be like dude you're you're a star like you're a star blah 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 this, yeah. this. you never give anyone standing ovation go talk to triple h blah 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 blah, blah, blah. vince mcmahon should have seen your match you know it, and and then making me go back to my my job at the time and, and real world was, was tough tough mentally and um i just the best advice I got was make yourself undeniable. So I took that experience. I was like, all right, dude, I, you can taste it. You can see it. Like, let's go get it. Man, that's an unbelievable story. That is fantastic. It's a true story. It's You can ask Levi Shapiro and you can ask the crew that was there. Wow. Standing ovation and it was unreal. It was an unreal. And they like, we don't do that. Like, this, is, this doesn't happen. And I never heard anything from it. So I will say this, extra work is for the birds. And I, will, and I am not an extra. And, um, and that's that. Do you think was, that you needed that experience to kind of learn that? Oh, oh, 
I knew that beforehand, uh-huh. but I, I went to, you got to show face. You got to let them see like, and, and I walked in with a hot pink suit, pink shoes, pink fanny pack. You know how I do. And that's exactly yeah. how I did. I turned heads everywhere. Everywhere I went, Michael Hayes walked up to me. He's like, Oh, you're stealing my look kid. And I said, I would never do that. Dad. That's what I said for everybody. <laughs> I, don't give, I don't give a shit. Like I'm, I'm going to do what I'm going to do and, and let the pass. It's different times now. And, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, Michael Hayes seems like the kind of person that would have appreciated what you were doing there. Like, man, that's fantastic. So as we wrap up, anything else you want out there? NWA TV champion, you're all over Twitch. People can check out the music all over the place. You know, if you're not following this outlandish journey I call life, now is the time. So you can be like, hey, he said this back when. At Zicky Dice on every piece of social media, I am going live full-time streaming i am bringing the most outlandish stream to the world wide web and that starts next week at twitch.tv slash zicky dice and i wish i could tell you what's in store but listen if you don't just do that now you're gonna hear about it and you're gonna want to witness this shit i'm telling you right now i mean i i saw a little green screen preview before before all this and i was like damn that that was that was awesome i i don't even use a green screen green screen because i can't get it as as clear as that like I was impressed. It's tough. And that's the learning we've had to do. And my, me, myself and my team, I've got an awesome team um, that works with me that is Zicky Dice, believe it or not. I, I should shout everybody out because not everyone knows yeah. that. But I've got a, a great team from video, graphics, uh, editing, to a live team, to wardrobe. To I've got a pretty dope team that I'm building. So shout out to the Zicky Dice team and brand. But we have some wild shit coming up. And I, that's all I can say about that. Guys, make sure you check out all the stuff Zicky Dice is doing. You can see him on Carnyland uh, on NWA's YouTube channel. You can follow him at Zicky Dice on Twitter. Twitch.tv slash Zicky Dice. You can check out you can check out everything. Like, my God, there, there's just so much. There's so much Zicky Dice content out there. The music. You guys need to be checking that out. Uh, Zicky, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, I'm going to do something right here, right now. You've officially been outlandishly blessed. So thank you so wow. much for having me. That, right. See, that's a lot more personal than that that priest that was water gunning kids with yeah. the holy water. That was a lot better. I appreciate I that. that. One before. It didn't work. But yes, I'm glad we found this. So thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. And I will look forward to doing this again. Guys, until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.